You may be seated. Uh, scripture that we'll be grounding ourselves in for uh, trying to tackle this question of is God real? Uh, is this a, a psalm of prayer, a psalm of praise? And it's this uh, Psalm 19, 1 through 2. It says, Heaven is declaring God's glory, the sky is proclaiming God's handiwork. One day gushes the news to the next, and one night informs another what needs to be known. So we'll hold that with us as we, uh, as we go tonight. But I want to, uh, as a way of digging into this, I want to take you back in time a little bit to uh, a time called the 1900s. Uh, it was the 1990s. I was uh, in eighth grade. At the time, it was my second year of confirmation. I believe we have a picture up, maybe. Can we go to that slide? Next one. There he is. It's eighth grade Eric. There he is. Uh, I lived with a, a ton of curiosity about all kinds of things. I, was, I would ask questions of all kinds of people. It was uh, probably a little bit annoying to them, but I remember one night in particular, 8th grade Eric went into uh, his pastor's office. I won't talk of his. I went into my pastor's office. I'm not going to tell a story in third person. I went into my pastor's office, Pastor Paul. And I said, Pastor Paul, I've been reading a lot uh, about science. We've been learning a lot about the earth and about fossils and about history and all this kind of stuff. And I, I need to know if God's real. And now some pastors might have kind of blown me off. <laughs> but he smiled and said, what a great question. And he asked me to sit down. And he asked me to describe how I pictured God. He said, describe how you picture God. He said, when, when you think about the God you believe in, what does that God look like? When you picture it in your head, what does that look like? And this is basically what I described. Can we go to the next slide? <laughs> King Triton from the classic Disney movie, The Little Mermaid. This was how I pictured God. And on the, on the off chance, anyone else? Any King Triton as God? No, maybe? No. The fishtail was kind of, uh, I'm still, I'm leaving it open, maybe. But I definitely knew uh, that God had the six-pack abs and God had the muscles and the big white beard and the trident that shot lightning. Like, definitely. All in. This is what God, uh, this is what God looked like to me. And so, Pastor Paul, ever wise, probably wondering what he's gotten himself into, sort of nods his head a bit. And afterward he said, no, I don't think I believe in that God either. <laughs> and so he brought out his Bible and he, he asked me to open mine. We'll go to the next slide there. And he opened it to, to the Gospel of Luke. And he said, I know you like to read. So why don't we read through this? He said, read through as much of this gospel, the gospel of Luke, as you can, and then next week, come back and talk to me. I said, okay, I had an assignment. I had a, a mission. I had something that I could do. So I read through it, read all these stories about Jesus showing love and serving others and hearing about all these ways that, that God healed people. And looking back, it was such a huge shift away from the King Triton God of sorts. 
but a God who wanted more than anything to be here with us. And so it set me on this path toward wanting to learn more and read more and love more and serve more and sort of set me on this curious path. And I think oftentimes that's where we find those moments where faith resonates with us, right? Those, those times where we can sense that something we're reading, there's something true about these stories of loving and serving others that, that resonate with us. I know in talking with a lot of our junior and senior hires, some of those, the service nights we do are the favorite nights of theirs. The thank offering baskets or going around and, and caroling. They're powerful experiences when we're able to connect with other people, when we're able to connect with other followers of Jesus in community with one another. You can go to the next picture. Uh, ultimately, this has been my experience, right? All of the questions, all of the doubts, all of the, the things that I need to know and need to understand, right? ultimately, they just drive us deeper into the story of God. Doubt and questioning is not an enemy of faith, but it's a path to a deeper and more authentic faith. And this is what we saw last week when Pastor Aaron read the story of the disciple Thomas. Right? Thomas expressed his doubts. Jesus raised from the dead, and instead of being cast out... Instead of King Triton shooting a lightning bolt down at Thomas, he was invited in and Jesus only brought him closer. Jesus comes to him not to strike him down, but invites him into a powerful moment of being there with him. And I think that this, this is the gift and the doubt. This is the gift of doubt and questioning is that it invites us into a time and a space where we can ask honest questions. And we know that God can handle our questions. And so when we ask, is God real? It's not something that takes us further away from God, but actually brings us closer. And we know that Jesus doesn't go further away when we ask these questions or express these doubts, but rather comes closer and comes to us with an invitation. So 8th grade Eric kept reading through the Bible uh, and found this part in the letter to the Colossians. And it, it continues to resonate with me. Can we go to the next slide? And it's this bit from Colossians 3. We hear, Therefore, as God's holy and loved, put on compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. Be tolerant with each other. And if anyone has a complaint against anyone, forgive each other. As the Lord forgave you, so also forgive each other. And over all these things put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. The peace of Christ must control your hearts, a peace into which you were called in one body. And be thankful people. The word of Christ must live in you richly. Teach and warn each other with all wisdom by singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in speech or in action, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I appreciate these verses so much because it's one of those things that can help me be confident in my faith when these questions or doubts of is God real, when they can come up, it's verses like these that can help me stand firm 
in faith. So if you were coming here tonight for a definitive yes or no of is God real, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I don't have any sort of certain answers one way or another. Just my experience as someone who loves to ask questions and as someone who loves to use my imagination and as someone who was given permission, was shown compassion and kindness and all of those things that Paul says to clothe ourselves with. I was gifted that by a pastor who could have laughed at me (laughs) and said, go have another slice of pizza or go, you know, just get out of my office, right? It was continually invited in. It was invited in again and again and again. And this, this section of Colossians helps me remember that even if wrong about this whole God thing. Even if we're wrong about it all, I'll have spent my days being kind and compassionate, generous and patient and filled with gratitude. And I think there are far worse ways that we can spend our lives loving God and loving our neighbor. I think whenever we lean into these questions and lean in to our doubts, it's not to lead us away from faith, but rather it's to deepen our faith and give us a more authentic and richer understanding of how God lives and moves in our life and how God lives and moves in the world and can help us recognize that and name that when we experience that in the world, when we experience those moments where things seem to, to have a, a resonance and a power. Being aware of that helps us. And for some of us, that's in creation, right? When we're out Uh, for a walk or on a hike. I love heaven is declaring God's glory. The sky is proclaiming God's handiwork. Those elements of creation that remind us of God's presence continue to resonate with us time and time again. And these are the moments that we cling to and that we encourage one another with and show up with one another as we're walking alongside each other in faith, which ultimately is what we're called do with and for one another as we love God and love our neighbor. And for that we say thanks be to God. Amen.